Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your mega preview pod for the Sanderson Farms Championship. And the boys are back together. We've got the whole crew here to break it all down. Joining me from a Starbucks is Kyle Porter. What up, KP? Yeah, I'm at a, uh, I'm pulling a mark. I'm at a Starbucks in Toole, Texas. Nobody knows where that is. I don't even know where it is. And uh, I'm, this is how much I care about the Sanderson Farms. <laughs> I'm, I'm locked in. Let's do it. There are 500 FedEx Cup points on the line, so of course you care about it. Uh, Mark Immelman also joining us. What's going on, Mark? I'm not in Tool, Texas. I'm in Columbus, Georgia. Here in my little box. And see over my uh, right shoulder over here. Yeah, new edition. What is that? Flex. I like uh, that. Yeah, that was uh, last year's all-conquering international team bag. There you go. This was the captain. So that, that, I moved that from the golf studio to this place here to bring some light to my dark little hole. Love it. YouTube.com slash First Cut Podcast. You get to see this fun stuff. And Greg Ducharme is here. Greg's in a different place. We're coming from all over the country right now. Greg, where are you at right now? I am at our academy, Trump Golf Links at Ferry Point, the Michael Breed Golf Academy, giving some lessons today. It's a little bit, we got a little bit of rain today. Uh, which is coming in. It's not raining now, but it's a sweet golf course, link style, a lot of mount. It's, it's great. So I'm out here. I've been here a couple times for the show. Um, but if you're checking it out on YouTube, this is the ballroom. I'm in the ballroom. So if you hear a little bit of noise in the background, it's a busy place. So I apologize. Greg, so when people come, do they know they're going to get a lesson with you and not Michael? <laughs> yeah, of course they do. Well, sometimes they get a lesson with Michael if, they, if that's what they choose. But yeah. They choose. And if they if they do happen to be surprised, I think usually they they leave happy. Yeah, the charm, the charm gets them quickly, doesn't it? That's right. <laughs> uh, as much as I want to dive into that storyline, I've got other storylines for this week at the Sanderson Farms. And here's here's kind of the lead into this. And this is via Will Gray. Six straight first-time winners at the Sanderson. The last non-first-time winner uh, was 2013. Woody Austin beat Daniel Summerhays and Cameron Beckman in a playoff. I remember that vividly. Wow. Yeah, how about that? Uh, so, KP, that leads into a couple of things. We've got Scotty Scheffler still looking for his first PGA Tour victory. He is your odds-on favorite and also has, of course, the distinction of this being his first start since returning from his positive COVID test that forced him to miss the U.S. Open. Is that, I think that, you know, it's interesting. I, I think we still don't really think of Scheffler as, like, being this – big time name or just prominent guy on the PGA tour. I mean, the, the reality though, is like, he's, I, I mean, would you call him a star? I feel like he's kind of a star. Like he hasn't, he hasn't won. He hasn't um, maybe a budding star. Maybe I think you have to win to be a star, but you think about somebody like a Tony Finau, who's only won once. That doesn't mean that he's not a star. So 
I just, I think we haven't maybe properly, we haven't started thinking properly about somebody like Scheffler and uh, maybe even about some of the other guys in this field, like Sung Jay, like Zalatoris. We, 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 like the way that the general public perceives them hasn't caught up to how good they actually are. So I, I think that'll be a fun kind of thing to keep tabs on throughout the week. This week, Scotty Scheffler, 11-1 to 1 to win the golf tournament. It's the shortest he's ever been, Mark. And I think by all accounts, he's the best player in the field. He's in the best form. But we have this little thing hanging over. Like, what has he been doing for the last three and a half weeks? And you're, you're probably more intimate. You certainly are more intimate with the tour's kind of COVID guidelines than any of us. I mean, do we have any idea how he's been spending his last three and a half weeks? Well, the last I heard was he was at home resting comfortably and, and, and from what I understand was asymptomatic. Now, I don't know how that progressed because I hadn't heard any communication from the Scheffler camp since. But, but, but suffice to say, um, if you're at home quarantining, unless he's got a simulator in his house, he's not doing any golf. Um, and so now I don't know how, how long the break was from the layoff to where we are now. So if, if my arithmetic sort of bad, I'm guessing that uh, perhaps he's just gotten a little bit of golf in right now. And so he's coming into this place pretty fresh, but all of that being said, he was playing beautifully leading into, you know, the enforced time off. He's obviously high on confidence. I watched him play in the final round at the tour championship. Um, and man, he looked good. It drove the ball beautifully. Iron play was beautiful trajectory control wise. And, and I always thought the putter was a little kind of wonky, but the, the stroke from close up looks smooth, man. And, and, and he read those greens well and putted beautifully and played very well. So he's going to a place in Jackson, Mississippi, the country club, where the greens arguably are of the best the entire season. So if you're hitting the ball the right distance on those little perched up greens, you can make putts from all corners. So, so, so with being fresh, being confident, you know, he's, he, he kind of cuts an ominous figure right now to me. If you're a Scotty Scheffler, we've all been there. You're, you're playing really good golf. You go out to the range and you're hitting it really well. Rick's been there. I know I've not been, been there. <laughs> you, you, you go play. Let's say you play the best round of your life. You go play one tournament. It's the best round you've ever played. All you can do the rest of the day is think about when you're going to play next. And if you're Scotty Scheffler, you're sitting there playing some of the best golf of your life. No doubt about it. And, and you have to be on a, a super confident and excited to play. And all of a sudden you're asymptomatic, you test positive, you can't compete in the U S open your second major. And I mean that just, I can't imagine what he must've gone through mentally. Cause as Mark said, you're, you're not really playing any golf. So that couldn't, that couldn't have been easy for him. I'm really excited. I, I think he's going to come out amped up and ready to go. Um, and I'm interested to see how that works out. I mean, who, who are the guys over the last two months that have been better than Scheffler? DJ? DJ. DJ Rom, uh, Bryson. Bryson. Um, I mean, do you consider John Rom with his win at the BMW? The win yeah, has to go a long way, right? I think so. I just, I, I mean, the, the, the number of top fives and top tens he's had, I just, I think that we think about, oh, yeah, Scotty Scheffler, good good amateur he's having a good start. he's been like the eighth best player in the world for the last two months you know and, yeah. and and it's 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 big time events it's not you know he's not doing it on like the month after the masters or just kind of the the voids in the schedule that we think about so i i there's a reason like i, I think the reason i think him being the favorite is incredibly justified by the way he's been playing it's a good shot kyle you know as you mentioned that point i thought back and and I also not just saw him at Eastlake, but I saw him in the final group there alongside Dustin Johnson in Boston. 
And apart from DJ going bananas in the final round, Scheffler could have his victory already. Yeah. Uh, and I was so impressed by his poise in the final round there because remember his caddy went down on the ninth hole in the final round. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. Over there. And then you get to 10 and you've got the assistant professional on your bag for the final three holes. And all of a sudden, Scheffler's doing yardages and he's doing everything he normally wouldn't do. And still, he found a way to game it out and keep himself relevant. So, so man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with your take over there. He's, he's, he's impressive and playing very well right now and, and can deal with all of that up and down and adversity and stuff. Here are the results, and these are all big-time events. Uh, his last six, T22 at the Memorial, T15 at the WGC FedEx St. Jude, back-to-back T4s at the PGA Championship and the Northern Trust, T20 at the BMW, and then the Tour has him at fifth for the Tour Championship, but we know that's actually a second if you remove the starting strokes, finish the shadow leaderboard second to only Xander Schauffele. So it's been, it's been unbelievable. It's been a great run. The... what's that he won the tour championship was it xander or dustin (laughs) officially dustin i'm pretty sure it was xander unofficially (laughs) xander (laughs) i think that's a conversation for a different day mark (laughs) depends where on the internet you look mark um will zalatoris our shiny new toy that we've had since the u.s open and he finishes in a top 10 there to get into uh corrales greg and then he backdoors the top 10 there to get himself into this week i mean the 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 outlook for will uh, obviously very bright but he is trying to earn as many points as possible right now he has Let's see. I have the FedEx Cup. He has 185 points. He needs 98 more points, Greg, uh, to essentially get that temporary status. And you joked before we went live. Oh, he'll have, you know, four or five times that this week. Yeah, I fully expect <laughs> at least five times that uh, by, by the end of the week. He's just playing that great. I mean, he's, he, tr- he really is playing well. You consider 11 straight top 20s on the Corn Ferry Tour. I know what Mark thinks about that. It's a, it's a different tour. It's a completely different ball game. But then you come up to the PGA Tour, and it's not just a PGA Tour event. It's a major. It's the U.S. Open. The field doesn't get any more difficult. The course doesn't get any more difficult. And all he does is make a hole in one, nearly two in the same round, and finish tied sixth with Dustin Johnson, by the way. And then you add to that uh, a couple of other things, including what he does at the Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship the very next week. So it's been just great play. Um, and, and it's continued at all levels. And there's no sign of it stopping anytime soon. And you want to get those people behind you to see what their take on Zalatoris is? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know what they. I'm, I'm sure that they're with me, and they think he's hey, going to win. <laughs> do, you, do you guys think so? Data Golf has Zalatoris is. I think he's ranked 24th in the world on Data Golf. Do you guys think that he's a top 25 guy right now? I for me, I'll go. I'll go first. I don't think we've seen enough to put him that high yet. I, I look at the World Golf rankings are established over a two year period for a reason, and to do it in basically. I mean, you're talking about two PGA Tour events. I'm not quite there uh, ready to crown him a top 25 player yet, but I'm extremely impressed, and I look for great things in a field like this on the PGA Tour. You know what, Greg? I, I'm, I'm so impressed at your takeover there. Well said, my boy. Um, here's the thing. I, it's, I I've, don't have a beef with Zalatoris, despite what our, our text chain off the air says. <laughs> <laughs> it's respect the guys in the PGA tour a whole heck of a lot. I've seen these guys play and, and, and you might be 124th in the PGA tour, but you can go, 
you might be 150th on the PGA Tour, not on the tour, you know, trying to get back on, but you can really go. So Zalatoris, man, he's good. And like I said in the previous podcast, the way he approaches the game, the people he got he's got around him. Troy Denton seems to reckon he's a ball striker fallen straight out of heaven. So I will, I will respect that. But these guys on the tour are good. And, and, and we see this week in and week out. So I'm with you. I, I'm not ready just yet to just fall at the feet of the Zalatoris thing here. I mean, he's good. He's got a lot of potential. I, I think the verdict is still out. Yeah, I, uh, as, as high as I am on him, KP, 25 feels pretty aggressive. <laughs> It, it does. I think that we would have said, like, even when we had Morikawa on our podcast in whatever that was, April, May, I, I thought him being 40th in the world was aggressive, right? Yeah. And, now he's, and now he's fifth. So I just, I, I don't, I, I think we can get caught in the, like, wait, who is this guy again? And then you turn around and, and he's top 10 in the, the OWGR. So I don't know, maybe that's not Zalatoris, but I, I'm intrigued in the same way as a Morikawa, as a Wolf, who are, who are kind of trending toward being top 20, top 10 guys in the world. If we're comparing Zalatoris to Morikawa, I don't think it's a comparison, just given the body of their work leading into this. Uh, Zalatoris has been on the Corn Ferry Tour playing really well. Colin came out as the young collegian. If, if we put them at the same place, because when uh, Will Zalatoris came out in the pros, he sort of struggled to find his groove a bit. He got a few starts on the PGA Tour and missed a few cuts, didn't really figure it out. But he's gone down to the Corn Ferry Tour. And I say down, I, that's, that's not in any, um, in, giving up deference to them. But he's learned his craft. And so he's climbing up the world rankings, as you would expect him to. But again, I think 25 is a bit of a stretch. And I think comparing him to Colin, that's like comparing, comparing apples and oranges to me. Diving into, and as much as I try to avoid this, Greg, diving into the nooks and crannies of exemptions and sponsorships and all that stuff, here's here's where we're at with him. So he can use seven sponsors exemptions this year. He currently has a standing invite for the Shriners. Of course, if he finishes in the top 10 this week, he won't have to use that next week, but there is a limited number of starts. He can only play 12 times as a non-member to get those points. So it's, it's a lot of mindset stuff right now. It's trying to determine if you can take a couple of weeks off. It's trying to figure out what your body is saying. You know, he told us he was quote gassed after the U S open heading into corrals. There's like a lot of other stuff going on besides just trying to rack up points in each and every single week. We talk about this kind of stuff all the time in events like this, how much it does for a first time winner, how much it does for a really young player to be able to choose their own schedule. And what you're seeing with Will right now is the, the opposite of that. He's not able to make those choices and, and, um, and, and do all of those things because of where he's a non-member. Right. So he has to play when he can. And you're seeing the difficulty of it now. And players that earn their card through all of that really impress me. Uh, and, and I, I am predicting that we're going to see that out of him, um, especially with the timing for everything. So let's say this week he surprises us all and doesn't finish inside the top 10. Uh, well, he's going to be, he's getting towards the end of a season now. And even though the, the, all these events count, you're going to have a little bit of a winter break at some point, and it's going to give you a, an opportunity to refresh. So I think he's in a great position right now. And anytime he can finish in the top 10 and doesn't have to use a, a sponsor's exemption, I mean, you're getting pretty close to like a 15 start, 15 starts in a season um, without being a member. You get, you get pretty close to that number. There are a lot of guys who have player of the year type seasons with only uh, 15 to 20 events. So I, I think he's in a really good place and every top 10 goes a long way beyond even the points he accumulates. 
Speaking of points, so I mentioned he is he has 185 points. He's number one in the FedEx Cup season points for non-members. Does anybody want to take a crack at who number two on the non-member FedEx Cup point list might be? I'll well, take a guess. Greg Akshay? Akshay. Akshay wow. Batia, number two on the list. He has 70 points. And then Thomas Dietrich. Is, is, oh. Well, I was going to say Dietrich is next because he's uh, who has played two events. A lot of these guys have only played one event. Justin Suh is up there. Alex Smalley. Uh, Taylor Pendrith is Sahith? on this list. Is Sahith up there? Go ahead, Mark. Sorry. No, I just wanted to say, keep an eye on Alex Smalley. That boy. No, he turned my head when I watched him play the first time. I love it. Yeah, Sahith is he's fifth. Greg, is Tiger does Tiger play enough events to be a member of the PGA? Oh God. Uh, that's a perfect segue into our break. Uh, we're going to do matchups. We're going to do expert picks, one and done leans and best bets. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And we're back. If you love this podcast, which I'm sure you do, and want to support us, the best thing that you can do is drop a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way. It only takes a few seconds of your time. And here's the kicker. If you have any questions you want us to answer, like what's Kyle Porter's go-to Starbucks order? We'll find that out in a second. Drop those in the review section. We will answer them here on the podcast. KP, what's your go-to Starbucks order? Well, usually it's a uh, venti iced coffee with uh, two pumps of vanilla, which I get made fun of by my by my friends. But um, today I got a nitro cold brew. By the way, I'm not like just out of Starbucks for fun. I'm currently homeless. We uh, we sold our house and our other house is not ready yet. So I'm uh, we're just kind of meandering about East Texas, kind of Southeast Texas. So it's like you're, um, it's like when you're in between jobs, kind of. Keep going a little. I'm, I'm keep in between going, homes, yes. Keep going a bit on I 10 and come visit us here in Georgia. We'll get some country. Well, if you've got room for like what feels like 11 kids, then I'm in. <laughs> we, we, we got you. Pack, pack them up. Take them to the Immelman household. Uh, Greg, congratulations. You are our defending matchup belt champion. I believe you were. I thought you'd never mention it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. 4 0 and 1 last week. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think so. Pretty good. All right, congrats. You've got to start us off here, and we are starting with a doozy. Scotty Scheffler, minus 125 versus Sung J.M. at even money. This is a hard one. It's re- I, I don't know. I'm going to go Sung J.M. 
just too many. I think Sungjae is going to have a great week. I think he really likes the golf course. I have questions about him, but I'm going to take. He's at plus 100, so I'm going to take a little bit of the money here because with Scotty, who I think will do fine, I just have some question marks with with that little bit of time off. It can it can change confidence. So uh, I'm going to take Sungjae, but I don't really, I, I really don't like it. I think they both have question marks. Uh, KP, what do you think? I'll go Scotty Scheffler. I, I just, I, I, I think we're, I, I mean, I, you guys know I love Sungjae. I just think we're underrating what Scheffler's doing. And I, who knows, maybe the moment, momentum isn't there, but I think he's just, I, I think he's going to pick up where he left off. Mark Immelman. Sungjae, not even a question. Oh, not even a question on Sungjae. I've got a lot of questions. I'll take Scotty Scheffler. I agree. I think he's just been way better than basically everybody else in this field. I'll take Scotty. Uh, Mark, we'll go to you on this one. Luke List, minus 105 versus Henrik Stenson, minus 118. Very interesting. Yeah, Henrik looked good last week. Kind of made me look silly when I picked uh, Matthias Schwab over him in these head-to-head matches. Well, maybe that was somewhere <laughs> else. Anyhow, no, I picked him as like a best bet. But but I I just feel like Luke List is too much. He's played well here before. Um the guy's got all sorts of power hits at all sorts of high. Um, and, and he's one of those guys that sneaks up on you. And, and, and playing off some confidence last week in, down in Punta Cana, I think List plays well. Do I have to recuse myself if there was no shot link data last week? If I, I don't even know what happened. Uh, how did the tournament end? Uh, I saw what I saw from Henrik Stenson on the telecast looked like kind of vintage Henrik Stenson. I'm going that route. KP. Uh, I'm going with Luke List. You know, this is a golf course that rewards distance disproportionate to other PGA Tour courses. And in general, in, in matchups like this, I like going with the lesser name because I think there's more value there. Uh, that's a good point, Greg. Yeah, I'm going to go Luke. Does that make it a sweep? Mark was, I guess, on... on. Oh, no, Rick went Stenson. I'm sorry. That's I a back split, not a sweep, there. a split. I, I, yeah, I guess uh, I'm going to go Luke List as well. I think he. I think it's a really good golf course for him. And uh, I'm, I still have question marks about Stenson. I think he's playing fine. He played fine last week. I'm just not sure he's going to have the... Uh, he's going to make the birdies to really contend. And I think Luke List is going to have one of those weeks where he's right near the top of the leaderboard. That's myself and Mark with Stenson, Greg and Kyle with Luke List. Here's the one, Mark. This is the one. Will Zalatoris, a minus 125 favorite over Sam Burns at Ooh. even money. Who would you like? Quickly, point, of course, does reward, or gold golf does reward power, but Mel Nardi, Ryan Armour, Nick Taylor, Luke Donald. Uh, anyone can play around the country club of Jackson. Uh, if you, you, you can play out of fairways because they perched up greens. If you're playing from the Bermuda rough, I have no reports on it. You, you, you could struggle some, but, but, but it, I don't think it's all about power. Now back to that. Sam Burns is, is, is a really powerful dude. I was impressed with him last week. He, he was fantastic except for one bad day. But, but I just, uh, and for me, Zalatoris is, is impressive. He, what he's been doing is fantastic. But I'm going to go with Burns because Zalatoris admitted he was a bit gassed. And I'm still waiting for Sam Burns to put four rounds together. And down there in the bayou, pretty close to where he went to college, I think this might be the place. That Saturday 78 that Sam Burns shot is what Mark is alluding to. It was the worst round of the day, still finished in a tie for 28th. So the other three rounds were pretty good. KP, who do you like here? Yeah, he also finished, I think, top, I think, T3 at uh, Safeway. Um, Two years ago. He's played well, yeah, before. 
Wait, Burns finish. Wait, say that again. He's also had a top three at this place a few seasons. Oh, ago. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yep. uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Burns over Zalatoris. I th- I think the burnout thing with Zalatoris it could be a real thing. Uh, Burns is uh, he, he's another guy that shit, he just flies under the radar, and I think he's a I think he's a pretty good talent. So I'll, I'll go with him here with with value, Mister Greg. So uh, I'm gonna go with Burns as well here. I think that oh, he no. is. A, yeah, I I love I love Willie Z, and I I don't think he is going to be burnt out this week. I think you're going to see another top 10. Now, I was expe- I jokingly was expecting 500 FedEx Cup points. I think you're probably more likely to see, uh, say, 190, 190 FedEx Cup points this week. <laughs> at a, Will, I think Sam Burns is going to be the guy that gets 500, um, which is maybe a little spoiler alert. So I'm going to go Sam Burns here. Spoiler Mark, Mark, what is, Mark, what can you buy with 190 FedEx Cup points? <laughs> <laughs> well, you joke about it because before you got on there and pulled Texas onto this call, we were saying that Zalatoris, all he's concerned about is points right now. He's not worried about dollars. Kyle, I think 190 FedEx Cup points might buy your new house. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely buys a lot of Starbucks. Uh, I'll make it a clean sweep for Sam Burns. Here's the stat. Since the restart, there are two golfers in this field that have won gained at least one stroke per round on the field, and two have gained in all four strokes gained categories. So you're not only playing well, but you're doing it in every facet of the game. Those two players, Sam Burns and Cameron Davis. I'll take Burns here in a matchup against Will Zalatoris. Defending champion Sebastian Munoz, KP, going up against friend of the pod, Doc Redman. Your pick, please. Yeah, I like Munoz here. Uh you know, obviously good vibes from winning last year, but he, he you know, he kind of ended the year pretty well. He finished T7 on one of the Tour Championship leaderboards, T8 on the other. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, he, 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 you know, he. I think he faded a little in the middle of the season. Uh, whenever we're considering the middle, I, I'm just looking at his OWGR page. Um, but I, I like the way he ended. I like guys that come back to uh, a place where they had success, and I like Munoz this week. Uh, Mr. Immelman? Uh, you know what? Munoz has been playing really well, but but I've just got a – Doc Redman – the verdict was out, to be honest with you. Doc, if you're listening, forgive me. But but I was like, I know you're the U.S. amateur champion, and I know you decorated at Clemson, but I'm not so sure yet. He has seriously begun to impress, and, and and I'm prepared to jump on the Doc Redmond bandwagon for a while because he's got some go about him. I'll re- I, real, real quick, I agree with Mark. I wasn't I wasn't convinced when he was at Clemson, and he has been he's been really good. I, I've been super impressed with his pro career. I'll echo Mark's words from a couple of weeks ago. Called him a flusher. He is finding his self uh, on the first page of the leaderboard more and more often. That game matures quickly. I'll take Doc Redmond as well. Greg will take. I'm going to put Kyle on the island here. Uh, I like Munoz this week, but Doc's just so he's such a steady ball striker. He's really consistent. And with Munoz, while we've seen some really nice finishes, there has been some inconsistency as well. And it's a different ball game when you're defending champ. We, ne- I mean, you can ne- we never bet for a defending champ. So, uh, or the guy that won last week. So I'm going to go Doc Redman here. Um, but I, Munoz is strong, but Redman. Hey, Rick. Hey, there's a uh, there's a dog running down Main Street here. We've got a. Uh... We got a traffic jam past the Denny's, so we're I, I could I might be I might be stuck for a while. 
Oh, my quip about the only moustache in the field in Jackson, Mississippi is now completely moot after the dog story. <laughs> Doc does have a nice stash. Uh, I'll go first here. Patrick Rogers versus Si Woo Kim. Uh, I'll take Patrick Rogers, uh, one of the few guys in the field. This is kind of a rare skill set on tour. He can kind of hit it a long way. He can putt. Those two things don't always go together. I'll take Patrick Rogers. Mark, you will take whom? I'm on board there with Rogers too. I was looking for him to finish a bit better than he did last week. And he plays pretty well around this time of the year. He's played well at the RSM Classic late in the, in the fall and went to the fall segment. So I'll go with Rogers. KP, ask that dog if he'll take C. Wolf Kim or if he will take <laughs> Patrick Rogers. <laughs> I, well, I don't know what the dog. Uh, I'm going to go with Patrick Rogers. You know, Roger, both of these guys are, you can kind of talk yourself into them having success in any given week. I mean, Rogers's amateur career is, is absurd. And what yeah. Siwoo did at the beginning of his PGA tour career was obviously really good as well. But yeah, Siwoo, I, I, I like him. He j- it just feels so up and down at times. Um, so yeah, I'll go with Rogers. Greg, that gives you an opportunity to make this a clean sweep or to be on an island by yourself. What would you like to do? I mean, I, I love the sounds of, a, of a, my own private <laughs> island, but in this case, I have to go Rogers. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of him this week. Uh, he's a guy who I think, to Kyle's point about his amateur record, he is underperformed as a pro. Uh, in my opinion, underperformed based on his talent because he is just that good. And it's been maybe you could say a little bit disappointing. Now he's a PGA tour player, obviously uh, extremely difficult to do and maintain your card the way that he has, but he's an uh, elite talent and we haven't seen that kind of play. I feel like he right now is really confident and I think you're starting to see him um, I think you're going to start to see him rise on some leaderboards. He did last week. He came in tied 11th last week, and there was good play um, heading into that as well. So I think Rogers, with the length, with the putting ability, and overall talent, I think you're going to see him have a have a great week. Greg, I'm going to stay right here with you on Adam Long, your 54-hole leader from last week at the Corrales Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship versus Ben on minus 118. Who would you like? Oh, this one, I don't like this one. See, I I would say Ben on jumps to mind first. Um, That was a tough round on Sunday for Adam Long. And you wonder if there is a fatigue factor heading into into that week. So I don't know where Adam Long is. When you see a player play as well as he did for three rounds and then play as poorly as he did for Sunday, you wonder if that's just pressure. Is that something he can come back from? And yet with Ben on, I don't really like guys who – who can't putt, especially at an event where, as we talked about, Rick, we talked about this yesterday. This turns into a putting contest pretty quickly. So I think I just talked myself into sticking with Adam Long. I, you know, he's you uh, fooled Adam producer Long. Jacob. I, you pulled, yeah, the, I fooled. Producer him. Jacob I know, I started writing I ben myself on in the outline, and you you flipped on him. All right, you're officially yeah. for Adam. Long. I was gonna go. I was gonna go a, away from my general philosophy, which is guys that can't putt. Like Ben, I can't. He he does. He can't putt. I so usually don't go for those guys. So um, I almost went away from that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my guns here. What was the philosophy that you went away from? You slid and described it. Guys who can't putt, I don't bet on. Oh, okay. Right. Gotcha. I like to. I like guys who at least can putt. They don't have to be great. I'm not looking at strokes game putting and saying, okay, Denny McCarthy's gonna win every week because he's the best putter. But I need to see guys who can have good putting weeks. And Benon's good putting week is a ba- is a bad putting week. 
It's like Sergio Garcia. There are a couple guys out there. So I, I don't know. It just it puts a lot of pressure on your full swing. And when you got to get to 20 under par, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I wish I was recording your uh, co-hosts' faces as they were looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have them. Well, you can check check it out on YouTube. It'll be on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I only bet guys who can't putt. I that we had an inside track into Greg's brain in that like last that two was, minutes. That as was worked, crazy. As you, I don't even know where to go, Kyle. I imagine living with me. Reset, <laughs> Adam. Adam Long, Ben on. Who do you like, buddy? I can't imagine you ordering at Starbucks. <laughs> Greg. Uh, I'm just going to keep it short and say Adam Wong. I like Adam Wong this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Immelman. Mark, what do you got? Brevity, Adam Wong. Um, I'll take Ben on. Finished third last year. I like the guys that can't putt. Give me Benny. Uh, time you guys for- want to elaborate a little bit on that? No, you took all of our time. <laughs> Sorry about that. We're out of <laughs> minutes. No, we're good. Uh, we're going to move on to expert picks. We're going to start with our top 10 locks. Greg, you and I, you are we're in lockstep for most of this. So hit me with your top 10 for this week's Sanderson Farms. Will Zalatoris. <clears throat> oh, that's that's all I get now? That's all I get is Will Zalatoris? <laughs> yeah, that's all I, that, that's all you get. I think he's going to keep it rolling. I love a guy who's in great form. So I'm going to I'm going to go with Willie Z. I took the opportunity to take Will Zalatoris as well. There are very few opportunities uh, when you are wagering that your motives align with the golfer's motives. And that top 10 line will be very important for Will Zalatoris this week. I think it's interesting. He'll have his eye on it. KP, I have no idea where you're going with your top 10. Three for three, Zalatoris. Oh, Mark, make it a clean sweep. Mark, 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 do it. Uh, I'm going with a guy (laughs) who has the Gusto in the game right now to win, but he's just a bit lightly run because he hasn't played since the Tour Championship. I think Scotty Scheffler continues this rich vein of form. He is reigning rookie of the year, gets himself in the top 10. I dig it. Uh, Mark, we'll stay right here with you, and I would like to have your sleeper, please. Uh, Carlos Ortiz. Um, good buddies with Munoz. In fact, uh, teammates at North Texas State, right up down the road from where Carl used to live. Um, and he's played well. He has had a top three and a top five, I think it is. And and he's quietly put together one of those seasons where you turn around and all of a sudden you see Ortiz's name inside the top 20. And you're not looking for him. And then you scroll down and you see the Mexican flag on the leaderboard. And there's Ortiz playing well again. Uh, he, he comes back to a place that he can hit it. He can putt it. Yeah, I feel like Ortiz is a, is a really good sleeper at 50 to 1 this week. 50 to 1 for Carlos Ortiz. Kyle, your sleeper. I got Cameron Davis, somebody you mentioned earlier. Uh, he kind of popped up at the Northern Trust. I just, I love his skill set. He, I think I mentioned this before, reminds me a little bit of uh, Thomas Peters. I, I don't think he's quite as, he's not as accomplished. He's probably not as talented, but um, he's just got a great all-around game, really long off the tee. I'm surprised he doesn't get more uh, publicity or run, especially, I mean, so many of those Australian guys have had so much success on the PGA Tour. Um, so, yeah, I like him this week. Uh, he's a name that popped up, I think on our, our DFS preview with Greg and I, another name that you and I talked about, Greg is, is my sleeper, uh, Davis Riley. You know, I I've been saying the line is blurring between the corn Ferry and the PGA tour. And it is no more blurry than it is this year, uh, with, with a lot of guys keeping their PGA tour card. Davis Riley's won twice on the corn Ferry this year. He's a Mississippi kid heads back to Jackson a place. He played last year, made the cut. Uh, I like him at 100 to one to be my sleeper. Who do you have, Greg? 
So uh, I have I, I love the Cameron Davis pick, by the way, Kyle. But Patrick Rogers is my guy this week. Uh, really long off the tee and an excellent putter, riding great form. So he kind of he he checks all the boxes that I'm looking for in this event. I think distance is going to be a really big advantage. Uh, I know it's not a prerequisite, as Mark alluded to earlier, but I do think it's it's a, an important advantage and. Uh, and it turns into a putting contest. So I, th- I think Patrick Rogers is going to ride the confidence, and you're going to see a great week out of him. Picks to win for this week's Sanderson Farms Championship. Mark, your pick could not make me any happier. I hope it comes true. Who is it? I'm going with Sungjae. Uh, I made a point because, you know, earlier in the season, he just wasn't striking the ball as flush as what he normally does. And I made a point of watching him in practice at Eastlake, and it looked like, he was back and he proved that he was back with a solid outing there. Then he goes to the U S open leads the field in greens in regulation, which he normally does. And I think was in second or something really good driving accuracy. He lost in the playoff at this place last year. I think the game's back. I think Sanjay sung Jay's back. Sign me up. Uh, could you imagine if we had did a recap pod after a sung Jay Sebastian Munoz playoff, how disappointed I would have been on that last year. That would have been, that would have been phenomenal. Um, Greg, your pick to win is also my pick to win. So please tell the people why. Okay. Sam Burns again, um, another guy riding some really great confidence. There was one really bad week, uh, round last week, one bad round. I think he writes that off. I think he's developing a little bit of scar tissue. He was a guy heading into the final round at the Safeway who really, he, if he doesn't, I mean, it's a little concerning, but he should feel like he should have won that tournament. Cause I think he was the guy heading into Sunday um, and he let it get away. He let it get away on Saturday this past week and played pretty well on Sunday. So I think, I think he puts four rounds together this week and uh, his firepower, his distance off the tee becomes a huge advantage and he gets it done. He keeps knocking at the door. I think it opens up this week as well. Kyle, your pick to win the Sanderson farms. Unbelievably. It's also Sam Burns. Hey, Oh, so we're, we're, uh, we're wow. all, in alignment there. Um, I don't know if he's going to, I might go with Sheffler for my one and done, but I, I like Sam Burns uh, in terms of just, I think he's 28, 25 to one, something like that. That's a really good number for him in this field. Okay. Let's, let's talk about one and done Uh great segue there. I also KP considered Scotty Scheffler here. I would like to hear your thought process on this because the strategy I think is a little bit different. Why would you consider Scotty Scheffler in this one and done spot? Well, because he's going to be in this weird spot in the upcoming season where you're not going to get him at like a, like an RBC Heritage or a, or a, a Colonial, something like that. Like Because he, he's just not going to play. He's going to play like the superstar schedule. But you're also not going to take him over a ROM or a DJ at a PGA Championship. So mm-hmm. he, he's like in this weird middle ground where – you want to grab him where you can at a lesser field or like at a lesser strength event like this one. I, I felt very similarly to his own credit. I don't think he has a natural fit, like a natural home throughout the schedule because he's so good. He can probably win anywhere. I think that's a testament to his game, but you start going other places and the fields get much more difficult. This is the shortest odds Scotty Scheffler has ever been might be the shortest you ever get him for a long time. He was also, I think, one of the better one and done uh, at least strategy options for this week. Uh, Mark, who give us your early lean for one and done. No, no, no. I'm waiting for Greg. Remember I'm going to follow. Okay. Greg. 
Greg, <laughs> Greg, give us I your thought this is supposed to go the other way, but um, <laughs> all right. So I'll, first I want to, for me and Scotty, I have a little bit of a different approach. So I, I want to, with my one and done plays, I want to know where a guy is with his game. And with Scotty, I have this big question mark looming. And he, we're talking about a super schedule here, right? If this is the, the super season. There's 50 events. There's six. Well, uh, I, yeah, I guess there's what? Six, um, five more majors. We have five majors left in the season. So, and I, I think Scotty Scheffler is a guy that's going to have a point where he's peaking uh, and there's going to be a really nice slot for him. So I want to kind of save that ammo. I'm going to go with Sam Burns, who I think is going to have a really nice fall. But when we when we turn into the calendar year and play the superstar schedule, I don't I'm not sure that Sam Burns is going to be a guy I'm missing. So I'm going to go Sam Burns this week. Okay, Mark, did you learn anything from that? Not really. It's one of the <laughs> like that putting explanation you try to give us about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going with Will Zalatoris. Just kidding. No, I'm, oh my God, you got me. Wow. I thought that was it. <laughs> uh, I. I, I'm I'm sort of feeling Sam Burns for New Orleans. Along, I'm I'd, I'm keen to see who would play alongside in the teams thing down there. But I think mm-hmm. Burns New Orleans is a good move. Uh, right now, I'm I'm sort of solidly in the Scheffler thing. Although I could vacillate to Carlos Ortiz or Sung JM, but but right now I'm leaning Scheffler. I'd have to say. I was trying to see the pairing. Okay, so he, Sam Burns is playing with Bo Van Pelt and Scott Brown the first two rounds. That's not that exciting. You're tell me about New Orleans next year. Yeah, then maybe maybe we'll find a partner. Um, best bets of the week. Greg, you seem to like these matchup bets, and you've been very successful at them. Your best bet is another matchup. It is. Um, and I, I like these top 20 bets and the top. I think last week I did a top 10 with Will Zalatoris. Um, this week, I'm going to go back to the well with the matchups. I'm going to take Patrick Rogers over Siwoo Kim. I'm extremely confident with Patrick Rogers' game right now. I think it's a great course fit, and I'm not extremely confident with Siwoo Kim's game. Nothing against it. I just I, I don't quite know where it is. So uh, I, I think Rogers has the edge over Siwoo, and that's my best bet of the week. I did take a top 20. I already talked about Davis Riley. He is seven to one on a top 20. That is a huge number. That is my best bet of the week. Mark, you also took a top 20 bet. I did. I would have happily taken him as a top 10. I didn't see what the line was, but Carlos Ortiz, you heard me talking about him as a sleeper. I I think he's a guaranteed top 20 and I would, I don't know what the line is, but I'd wager him on a top 10 as well. The top 20, I think is a given. He is... Six and a half to one to finish in the top 10. He is 3.3 to one to finish in the top 20. So those are your Carlos Ortiz odds for this week. Kyle Porter, put a bow on the Megapod with your best bet. I think I'm going to go Zalatoris top 20. Uh, I didn't see the final number, um, but I just... he's I, I just think he's better than everybody else thinks he is right now. So you might miss the cut this week, um, but I just... I, I don't know. I, you know, he didn't start out great last week. Uh, closed, obviously, with 65, which was awesome. So I, I like him to finish in the top 20 this week. Plus 110 for Will Zalatoris to finish in the top 20. Here are the featured groups. This is I'm going off script here. Producer Jacob, I've got like two minutes. Here are the featured groups. Henrik Stenson, Sergio Garcia, Adam Long. It's okay. Ryan Armour, Sebastian Munoz, Corey Connors. Stuart Sink, Zach Johnson, Hudson Swafford. And then Keegan, Sung Jay, Scotty Scheffler. Which one's the best one? KP, start with you. 
uh, probably the Sea Island, the Stuart Sink, Hudson Swafford, Zach, Zach Johnson. Yeah, there we go. Mark, any I of want, those stand out to you? I want to watch my one and done pick and my pick to win play for the first two rounds. So I'm going to the final one with Sungjae. Sungjae, Greg. Yeah, there's no Will Zalagris featured group. Yeah, I know. That's uh, well, interesting. Maybe next week. But anyway, I, I think uh, the, the last one is the best with Scotty Scheffler in there. Although, if you're a, a shot tracker guy, if you, if you love watching shot trackers, Stenson and Sergio paired up in the same group, that's pretty good. Just, just maybe you shift over to the other featured group when they're on the greens. Greg, Greg, do you think either of those guys will be on the Ryder Cup team this time next year? Ooh, wow. Great. I, I think Stenson. Uh, Stenson only played like five times this past year and I'm not sure what was going on, but uh, he's a guy who's still, I think in great form, great winning ability. I would say him. I don't think Sergio uh, is going to get on. Maybe he'll be a part of the team, but I don't think he'll be a player. Mark, I think, would you like to weigh in on that? Okay. Oh, KP. Well, I think, I think Europe is going to get caught with Westwood Stenson, Sergio one, one too many times. And they're just going to get smoked before they move on from them. Uh, I don't know if this is that time. I think it could be. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think both of them will eventually be on the team. And I think they're going to get caught doing it and just get housed by some of the younger Americans. Hey, take them uh, both. I hope they take them both then. I, look, I love Henrik Stenson. I re- but to go back to Greg's argument earlier with you got to go with a guy who putts well. Uh, Henrik is not past his sell-by date. He, he can still compete. But you know, there's miles on that body over there, as, as there is with Westwood and as there is with Garcia. And and and, and I'm if, if I was Podrick Harrington right now, I'd sort of side with... Uh, the, the experience right now is Rory. And you've got that sort of ilk of player who the leader's in, in, in the uh, locker room. I think he goes... I think Harrington goes young. I really do. There we go. That'll do it. Sanderson Farms Megapod. We'll be back on Thursday with a round one recap and joining us, uh, Doug Bell, live from the scene. Yeah, we'll have Doug Bell on as well. I want to thank everybody for joining me. Greg Ducharme, you can find him on Twitter at The Real GFD. Mark Immelman, you can find him at Mark underscore Immelman. That's Kyle Porter. You can find him at Kyle Porter CBS. Producer Jacob behind the glass. Find me at Rick Rungood. This has been the first cut. Catch you next time. Most all-star studded challenge ever and this time it's every competitor for themselves best challenge ever the challenge all-stars new season now streaming on paramount plus go to paramountplus.com to try it free terms apply